And I don't know, I can't be bothered with all that music shit either. No, we're not doing music so, shit. We're just going to start yeah, podcasts. Just go with it. Just, yeah, I feel like I'm more about flow now. I'm just going to let it out. Just get it we out. are about the flow. And Ellie's back in the house. Woo! Hello. <laughs> she is back from her crazy travelling. And um, we're actually here in person together. Yay! Live. So this is very exciting. And we have tea. And we have fruit. We've got everything going on here. Yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, we did, I did find, when we had the Witches Tea Party from the hat, um, three little things, and I found them on my shelves in there, and I thought, are these ones I didn't do? Ah, oh, see, I'm sure we've done this one. So we've pulled out Sex and Money, which is two evils, ha, ha, ha. I don't think we've done Sex and Money. I think we've mentioned it in different things. Well, I'm more the sexy witch and you're more the money witch. And I was like, haha, they're the pizzas of two evils in the world. Life purpose. Yeah, I'm sure we haven't done life purpose. Okay. I life really want to get into that. Belief stories, sabotaging behaviours. Mm, belief stories, sabotaging behaviours. Okay. So it's do we go with life purpose? Are you feeling the draw to do that one? I do. I think because it's come up for a lot of people. Mm. I've seen on kind of different Facebook groups and chats and people are like, there's still that stage of, what do you do? How do you know if it's a calling? How do you action that? What does it look like? You know, and there's been quite a lot of promotional materials out there, like books and stuff, like all about leaning into your intuition um, rather than logic. Yeah. So, yeah, it's actually really funny because I'm about to publish <laughs> that book, Six Steps to Unleash Your Soul's Purpose and Gifts. And, in, and it's actually funny that that came through because as I was channeling that book, I learned so much. And mm. A lot of people, I think, think their purpose is what you do for a job, what you do for a living, how do you make money, but it's actually far more than that and it's really about tuning, like you said, into your intuition, into your inner being and mm. discovering what are my desires, what's calling to me, what do I desire to create because ultimately you're here to create, you're a creator and mm. I think we forget that and it was interesting, I think it was in the fourth chapter in the book, Divine Channel Through and said, the awakening your unique purpose the first step is actually tuning into what are your unique desires so mm. what do you desire to create what do you desire to be what do you desire to do have an experience and you hold the energy and the power within you to create that and bring that forth and I thought that's really mm. interesting because you've got stuff about purpose and they kind of crap on about careers and career mm. quizzes and you know what am I to be doing for a living but it's more about what are you doing as a being as a being who are you yes. being who do I want to become yeah, if that makes sense. So that was interesting. I was like, oh, desires. Okay, cool. Mm. And they were saying that desire is the beginning point of all creation and what you desire, God desires for you, you know, because to desire actually is feminine. It's interesting. They say desire is like where God has a lot of taboo, has a lot of um, mm. shame or guilt or dirty or it's bad or it's evil. And that's kind of then kept us suppressed and controlled, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm. Or don't listen to your desires of the heart, you know. It's the devil speaking if you listen to some religious. It's depicted <laughs> as lust, isn't it? It's lust. Mm. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, like something you're getting obsessive about. It's spoken a lot in Tantra. Mm. Osho addresses it, Kali, Ma, and um, the, uh, I forgot the actual terminology now, but yeah there's a whole chapter on desire like what actually is it mm. and is it illusionary and what's underneath it but yeah to come back to the life purpose and un unpacking it a, a point that i really want to um, make to people out there is that it, it's okay to let it evolve that's what i've definitely yeah. learned from you it's organic. because 
when we go to college, when we go to school, it's like choose what you want to be and that's it. And I, I didn't do a creative writing degree because I was told by a careers counsellor that would lead to being a teacher. So mm. I thought, I don't want to fucking teach that at school. <laughs> that was it, dead end. And then I became an accountant and you're like, well, you're stuck as an accountant for life. It's like, no, I've changed careers so many times and it's it's lovely to evolve. Yes. So whatever your per- life, say life purpose is, mm-hmm. To, to know that that's going to change yes. and that it's going to be fun yes. to let that change and it's reflecting your inner work and to just let that, yeah, let, yeah. let that happen. Exactly. It's, it's organic and coming back to like the desire word, it's like because your desires are going to change as you grow and evolve Ooh. and then what you want to create and bring forth and birth next. And it was interesting, I remember in one of the channelings that I received was that it's, yeah, your life purpose is not solid, it's not stagnant, it's not fixed. It's like you're an evolving being. So you mm. might have yesterday decided, you know, like me, oh, my God, as you know, with my journey, I've morphed into so much shit over the last few years. You know, mm. I've been a womb witch and then I've been a Welsh shaman. And then, but it's just labels. But it's just following those desires of what wants to come through me, like letting what's in you out. So a lot of the time with our purpose, we've got it the wrong way around where we – we look at it as like an outside-in job, but it's not. It's in, It's from the inside out. So it's like, what do I desire? What's what's wanting to come through me? So the gifts that are you, that God has given you to create and share with the world is your purpose, is your calling. So if you desire to be a healer, if you desire to be a spiritual teacher, if you desire to be a writer, um, all of that as well, and I think it comes back also being financially supported. You're mm. supported in your purpose because I think that's what holds a lot of people back on following that because they think they're conditioned by school and society that it's not profitable, you can't make a living, you have to become an accountant, one of the fab five careers of like a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer or a government worker or a teacher. <laughs> I know, and but you, you see it in our, in our schooling system. It's like you <laughs> must conform and fit into this matrix. Um, whereas we're here now to break out of that and it's mm. like well fuck all that fuck what everyone else thinks what do you want what do you desire and, and, and I've let my, so many people on my journey they feel like they have to have this job to earn money and then their hobby or creative passion is on the side yeah and I had this very early on when I had a martial arts school and this woman she had this great opportunity to take over and be a full-time martial arts instructor and I had told her my story. I'd made the change from accountancy that you've got to throw yourself into this. And she was always holding back. It's like, no, I'll just do my shitty printing job that I hate every day, <laughs> nine to fucking five, that I detest and it's making me depressed. And But that's sensible. So I'll keep that and I'll just do this on the side. And you know what? Never fucking worked. And it was, I never got that commitment from her. So to, that's the first thing to embrace is to actually get over the fact that you can turn whatever you love into mm-hmm. not just making money, but it's fulfilling your whole life. That's the, that's what people don't really get is that making money is like a, is a, a very natural bonus out of it, mm-hmm. but you get to do and express who you are and love what you do in a completely different way. That's what is fulfilling. Yeah. And the thought, I think I was even driving to the clinic this morning and, and being self-employed and just thinking, you know, <clears throat> I think I saw someone running on the street. And I thought, oh, yeah, because lots of people finished up work for now because you're told this is your Christmas break, so this is your holiday, and then you come back to work on this date. And I was horrified at just the thought of someone else telling me <laughs> this is when you're coming back to work. And I'm like, I want to work. <laughs> if I don't want to work, I'm not going to work. I want to go for a run, I'm going to go for a run. And I was like, oh, my God, that was me. I was stuck in the system. Yeah. That's the system. And we all get 
we've all been there yeah. and it's so hard to get on the other side and when you're on the other side it's like we're here you can do it too i know i love it and the other thing too i think what's coming through that wants to be said in today's podcast as well is that not only is your purpose financially supported your source of wealth and abundance is already within you and you know the time has got your back and i think money what people don't realize is that money is unconditional money doesn't just come to you through a job or through this avenue or that avenue it is unconditional because money in itself when you remove the numbers and the the manifestation of it it's just energy and all energy comes from the one source of the divine and it flows through you and out of you so when you're tapping into the world within you your desires what lights you up what brings you joy you become a high vibrational expression then you open up your channels then for the love the wealth the joy the abundance the money making ideas to flow through you and out of you so again it's like when you make the material world and money your source Mm. you are then giving your power away because your source is within you your source of wealth your money your abundance your creativity everything is within you it's not outside of you so the first place when I say to people about your purpose is looking within you and getting clear what is it you desire what's calling you because when you follow what you desire you're going to be lit up with joy with love with creativity with passion and that energy is a high vibration and then it opens you up to higher frequencies of wealth and abundance creative expression guidance angels all that kind of woo Mm. (laughs) you know fun stuff um but yeah when you're in that lower 3d frequency it's that hard struggle it's like i can i can either have this or this you know it's like people don't believe you can have purpose and prosperity Mm. it's like oh i have to have purpose and then a fucking job you know that i hate Mm. it's like we divide it if that makes sense which is what you classically explain with the lady (laughs) and i've I've seen on facebook recently actually there's another there's another leader he does lots of men's programs he's i love his energy i love his direction and he said something like we need we need you all to realize your spiritual power and that comes with money otherwise we're all fucked (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it is, it's like, you know, you're talking about when we, we when you coached me about, um, you know, having my pricing too low and it made you sad. Mm. And I, I get that now. And even, even with other work, you just go, oh, don't, don't devalue yourself. And let's face it, no matter what job you're in, when you're employed, you never feel it's enough. Mm-hmm. You never really go, my salary, yep, that totally reflects my worth. That reflects all the hours I put in, all the time, effort, stress. It never, ever, ever is enough. You want more, more, more. Because your your goal is, well, I go to work to earn money to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So that is what needs to change because it's like as soon as you turn that question to how can I be of service to humanity, mm-hmm. that's not about money. Money, that's like you say, money's money's just sitting there going, hey, I'm yours no matter what. Yeah. Like, money don't discriminate. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> money doesn't have any beliefs about you, but you have beliefs about money that either open its flow or hinder its flow. Yeah. You know? And it's really coming down to your beliefs. If you believe that you can only do a soul-sucking job, that you must stay in your shitty relationships, in a shitty house, in a city, shitty, shitty, that's all you're available for, then the universe loves you unconditionally. It just keeps delivering you what you keep asking for with your energy and your vibration, ultimately mm-hmm. your belief systems, because a belief is nothing more than a practice vibration. So if you believe that you can't make a living with your purpose and you have to do a soul-sucking job, you split your energy, uh, you know, and you create more of that for yourself. Whereas if you believe, actually, no, I get to be fully financially supported in sharing my gifts, 
in sharing my soul's message, in creating a beautiful, profitable business. And you'll be guided. You'll be shown the way. Like a lot of us get caught up in the how. And as soon as we start questioning the fucking how, (laughs) we block up the flow. We go into ego. We go into logical mind because the ego wants to know a fucking plan. It wants to know Mm -hmm. how it's going to work out. Whereas God works in the present moment. And so once you're clear on what you want, what you desire, you declare that to the divine, then it's you're going to start getting ideas on things that you can create, things you can share that may not necessarily make sense to you, but it's your job to act on that. So then action is a big key. It's like, oh, hang on, I've just gotten that idea. I've got to act on that. Because the other thing you need to know is that God sent that same idea to about several other people because it knows. Most people won't act on that shit. So it's like, okay, well, I've sent this idea to seven people. One of them's going to bloody move on it. So often sometimes people will think, oh, I got that idea two years ago, and then they'll see yes. someone else and they've done really, really well with it. So you are going to get guidance from within you, and guidance comes in the forms of visions, repetitive ideas, um, inspirational things. You think, wow, but then doubt, fear, and judgment and then the logical mind going, oh, how's that going to make fucking money? Like mm-hmm. Amanda just beautifully said, don't focus on the money, focus on how it can be of service. How is this thing going to benefit my life and other people's lives? You know, what have I learned on my journey that can be of service to other people? You know, mm-hmm. what's my message? Um, that's another thing too that's quickly coming through is if you're not sure what your soul's message is, imagine you've got two minutes to tell a thousand people a very important message what is that message? You might even want to stand in in front of your mirror with a hairbrush for a microphone. Imagine you're (laughs) standing out and just open up your vocal cords and just let what's in you be expressed. It could be gibberish at first, but then just let what is my message and just blah. And then you'll find that what comes out of you, that message is showing you what is your soul's work. You're part of your purpose. Uh, So when I did that exercise a while ago, it always comes down to empowering to recognize they are a creator of their own reality their purpose is ultimately to create and bring forth the gifts that are within them and then helping people to then put that into money and wealth creation ideas and businesses and things like that but the thing is you've got to take action on the guidance you've got to show up every day commit to what's in you let what's in you out and what's in you will liberate you and show you the way it's not outside that makes sense Mm. so yeah such a good point to make so i keep wanting to say you know when you're you could be sitting here listening to this going, yeah, but I just don't know what my life purpose is. And when you're right at the beginning, and I remember that moment, and I think the crucial thing to remember is that you don't need to know what it is per se. It can be, it can just, it's a beautiful process to let that unfold. Yeah. Um, it's just recognising that, that you may be stuck and that you can change that mm. at any point. So that moment for me was sitting at the computer after many years of being an accountant, just going, I just know I'm not supposed to be here on this earth to do spreadsheets. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That is all I knew. And I then took a massive leap of faith, exactly like Elle said. I said, this is someone just yesterday, last night, and I said, forget about the how, mm-hmm. okay? We can't figure that shit out. That's not for us to do. Just focus on your highest version of yourself and your best life. What does that look like? Yeah. Who do you want to become? Yeah, and then everything else will flow and click into place. So for me, that I was actually trying to change my job because I felt unfulfilled as an accountant. So I was like, I oh, know, I'm going to work for some like kick-ass charity and <laughs> then I'm going to feel really fulfilled. And I actually went to take a pay cut. I went and got like, I was turned down for all these other jobs, finally got a job at the charity and they were scratching their heads going, why are you taking a pay cut? And I was like, because I want to feel fulfilled. <laughs> I am yearning for that. And then I never took the job because actually... I had to come to Australia and I had to make that big, brave decision, that big leap of faith of going, 
I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. I'm just going to fucking do it. Yeah. And I'm going to find a way. Yeah. And I've done it. And it's like everyone loves to hear that story. It's not a success story. But it's come with so many teachings. It's been yeah. so hard because it's not always the easiest path or the, the path of least resistance. Yeah. It's the path of, of your growth. And that's why some people may start something, go, okay, I'm going to write this book. Like, oh, no, it's all too hard. Mm. And it, and that's what you're saying about showing up, making that commitment, yeah. showing up every day. Yeah, because you're going to get challenges. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it and working through that. Yeah, because it's like it's all that kind of that growth. It's like a lot of people tend to think, oh, well, if suddenly my past becomes really rough and tough and it's, you know, then I should just give up, you know, but it's not. It's actually just like you're cleaning out also sometimes old debris, old belief systems, mm-hmm. old frequencies that don't serve you. And I think like the manager said, it's like making a daily commitment to showing up for what's in you. So, for example, I'll just quickly share my daily process for showing up for my purpose is I now have <laughs> it's turned two and a half hour bloody morning commitment started off with 10 minutes to 30 minutes and it's turned into but I have a commitment that every day I show up and I write a blog post I write in the books that I'm creating and I'll um, create a piece of content something and what I just simply do and you can do this as well even if you just get a journal and set aside five minutes first thing in the morning or in the evening any time of the day that works best for you and you just start writing Mm. You know, just start expressing what's in you. And it can be absolute gibberish. And there's actually um, a woman that um, she started a movement called 750 Words. And if you just write 750 words daily, that Mm. actually helps you to tap into your subconscious. It starts opening up your creative ideas, your creative flow. And just start really sitting with yourself, like even just taking that time to just write, but also setting time in your day just to sit with your own heart and ask yourself, what do I desire to create today? What do I desire to share today? What's my message today and just sit with yourself until you can feel or sense something that wants to come through or just write it out or you can paint it out or cook it out like whatever is your creative Mm. expression because as you start to kind of just take those little steps you know big results are not made from big steps they're made from bit by bit day by day commitment 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 you know Socrates feels like big things are made on small foundations oh I've heard that yeah that could be something maybe I'm Chinese he's in the house um yeah it's it's just because people, I think, sabotage themselves, and I did this for a long time because I thought, well, if I'm not making big, 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 big things, big, big every day, mm. then, I'm, you know, I'm just going to give up. And I would self-sabotage, I suppose. It's just little things. Five minutes here, I've got time to record something, write something, share something. You know, it's in the little moments that add up to the big stuff. So you start making a daily commitment to set a time, non-negotiable time, whether it's 10 minutes, half an hour, it might morph into ridiculous two hours like me at the moment, and just commit to what's in you, what wants to come out of you, what wants to come as well, because what's in you will not only liberate you, it will show you what your message is, what your work is, it will open up the channels to God so you can start getting money-making ideas. Um, you want to start circulating that energy. So often people are in a lot of lack and scarcity or struggle around their purpose, it's not because there's a problem, you've just got an energy block. So you've just got to start mm. moving your energy, you know, making daily habits to support that, if that makes sense. Anyway, Amanda, sorry, you're going to And, well, yeah, well, I've got, I think of some great examples, but also to bring up the fact that it's, it's, that, it's creating space, isn't it? It's a bit like going to a yoga class and you're stretching your muscles and you're creating space within the body. And meditation creates space within the mind. So when you can you can with practice move your ego out of the way just for long enough <laughs> <laughs> two seconds <laughs> yeah all that all that self-doubt and it's like what are you fucking doing you're wasting your fucking time <laughs> if you just push that to the side for a second mm-hmm. to let that creative flow come through 
then it's amazing what you can achieve because I've written two books this year and I've always Yay. like, oh my God, I haven't written a book because I've had all this massive project. I need to get it edited professionally. I need to get someone to publish it. <laughs> da, da, da. One, and it's actually, and they're, they're small books. So one's 50 pages, one's 30 pages. But you know what? They're still fucking books and I love them. And yes. people have read them and gone, these are really fucking good. Yay. And I've now turned it to a series. <laughs> so now I've got a mini series. Beautiful. And then the next step is where you can publish it on Amazon and make money from it and all these other things. And when I was talking about doing small things and, you know, like doing chunks of things, recordings, um, I've been doing this for over a, for a year now. And I've been sitting here scratching my head again, like the universe going, it's coming. I'm like, how is all this going to come together? There's something I should be doing. I'm not quite sure what it is. I'm not really getting inspired by anything. My website's kind of dead there. It's just kind of like, Meh, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling inspired, but I'm still passionate about what I want to do. So how do I do that? And then boom came along, just happened to see an advertisement that I'd seen and brushed over it, you know, three or four times actually saw the webinar everything made sense and when you can create your own app and I've got all the content there I can just drag and fucking drop all I've got to do is edit it I've got the photos I've got photo I've done a photo shoot this year I've got the books I've got meditations I've got podcasts I've got you know all these blogs that I've been writing I've got and you're thinking even if it doesn't come together exactly as perfect as I what I want because that's another good thing is perfectionism is our self-sabotage just do it Mm -hmm. is it's gonna I keep thinking of circles right it's a way of bringing it all together so I've got the website I've got my social media I've got the emails I've got the app now it's all working in conjunction together and you know what we this is the most interesting thing that happened I made the purchasing decision to jump on it I was a bit like I'm intuitive by I like to think about things mull it over a little bit I'm not gonna, gonna get pressured into a hard sell <laughs> And it was Black Friday, and I was like, Amanda, I did the maths. This is this is a bargain, right? It's like two grand. It was under two grand. <clears throat> it was like, we're not talking 10, we're not talking 60 grand to create an app, right? That would have been a big fat failure. Two grand. If nothing else happens, that's okay. It's two grand. <laughs> but as soon as I made the purchasing decision, I actually became sick and needed to take time out. So I couldn't do any work on it. And then... I started getting sales leads and this is the second or third time when I do nothing I get sales leads yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's when, your when you were coaching me I'm like how the fuck is this working and you actually said to me like do nothing don't work on your website anymore stop it just do nothing and I was like I, I can't do nothing <laughs> I'm not programmed that way I have to do something and every time I do nothing people come in and say hey I want to work with you can you tell me more and I'm not going <laughs> Yeah. And I've actually had to say, look, yep, give me some space, give me some time, I'll come back to you. Yeah. But everything started coming in. Like one day I didn't I didn't put any posts on. So this is about three weeks ago. Mm. And I got I woke up with like twelve new likes. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, who are these people? Where are they, where are they just like, yeah. gravitating into my vortex? Because it's like you lean in and you lean back. Yeah, yeah I needed this downtime. What I'm what I'm learning more, I have I have to be responsible for creating more and more space in my life where I'm not flogging myself, overworking, burning out and concentrating on other stuff because when that space happens, everything flows in and it flows through. 
because you're allowing it. It's like people, I think in our culture, because we've lived under that very masculine patriarchal thing for so many thousands mm. of years, we've become addicted to doing. We've become addicted to, to go, 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 do, 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 burn yourself, burn yourself. You know, success only comes from the heels of hard fucking work. <laughs> and it's like, and now there's a massive way. It's beautiful to see, but especially female entrepreneurs are leading the way at the moment where they're really empowering about ease and grace and pleasure. And you get to mm. create things and build things from a point of, with your purpose work and your gifts from a place of pleasure and ease and grace. And it's like you're allowing things to come to you. So there's none of this kind of, so your soul might guide you one day. Okay. Yeah. For example, you've built your product, your service, you put all that energy into it. And then your soul might say, okay, you need to just go and chill the fuck out on the beach for a week, Ooh. you know, and then in that space as you chill out on the beach, you're softening, relaxing, open your energy, and then you're allowing what you've been, you know, to come to you. So it's like there's always like a leaning in an action phase and then there's your feminine phase of just leaning back and allowing, you know. We don't allow ourselves Ooh. to just just be, to soften, relax and receive. So we give, 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 burn out, burn out, burn out, burn out because we don't balance it with the receiving end. So it's like you feel it, you start to go into that flow like you're talking about, you know. Ooh. It's like ebbs and flows. Creation ebbs and flows. We live in an ebb, flow, yin yang world, a universe. So I'm saying yin, yin and yang is the push and the pull. Yeah. Because again, it goes back to we're cyclical beings in harmony with Mother Gaia that works in cycles, and we we've come away from that. And I love working with moon cycles. It's new moon today. Yay! It's new moon. That's why we're talking about creative flow. <laughs> this is this is so weird, right? Since working with you this year, right, really intensely. My my favourite time used to be the full moon because it was about releasing and going wild and being like, oh, and now and I didn't like the quietness. I didn't like the absence of action, you know. <laughs> and then the new moon, I'm like, no, the new moon is my favourite time. I remember you told me and I was like, what? How can this be your favourite time? It's like a, there's no moon, there's even just blackness. But I love it because it's like the opportunity to go into our own little cave so then we can pop out the cave. You know, it's it's that it's ancient eastern philosophy it's like i can hear you know Tao and buddha going we've been saying this for centuries <laughs> and it is, it's like you, you know what comes up goes down everything's polar opposites we're living in duality we're living on this planet earth and i am really excited about the questions that are being asked in groups and it's like what does awake mean? What, what is conscious dating? What is our connection with each other? Should I be single? Mm-hmm. Um, what's my relationship to love? Sex? Is sex bad? You know, should I change my job? Should I do this? What's happening in my body? There's lots of, it's all coming up for everybody at the mm-hmm. moment. And we were talking about, well, before we came on air, we were talking about what we've been going through personally mm-hmm. um, as cyclical beings and empaths and tuning into vibrations and especially with Christmas mm-hmm. I felt like um I was getting prepared and I knew it was coming I, I could feel it coming and it came a little bit sooner than what I thought I thought I could hold until Christmas mm-hmm. and that that empty week was going to be or that erratic week was going to be Christmas and New Year mm-hmm. but I feel like it's happened now where there's all the chaos everyone's sort of gone traveling it's now starting to calm down. Now I can sort of come out of my cave. Like, is it safe to come out now? Because, yeah, there's old stuff come up for me. I had to be sick. Like many of us, I have to be sick to, to be still. Mm. It's like Mother Nature or God just goes, right, you're not fucking listening to all the signs we're sending you. So that's it. Flu in bed now. And I'm yeah. like, oh. Your body is very intelligent. It will activate sick. <laughs> to make you yeah it's actually interesting when you talk about the stillness and the quiet because I've just spent last several weeks in the outback 
and if you want to ever experience no sound, no noise, mm. go and sit in the desert in Outback Australia. And it is honestly the most beautiful healing experience to be in a space where there's no planes, no cars, no people, nothing. For me, most people, a lot of people would be freaked out by that, but for me, I was in heaven. And it was just mm. be able to go to sleep each night and just stillness. And mm. it was just this beautiful because we don't give ourselves time and space to just be still, mm. to listen to what's within us. And it's interesting, like, when you just mentioned about everyone asking all these questions and we get so caught up in all this logical mm. mind and the ego and projecting and what should <laughs> I be fucking doing, you know, tell me what I should be doing. And the one mm. place we never stop and listen is in our own womb, our own heart, mm. what's going on within us. And, again, coming back to what is it that I desire to create, what do I desire mm. to be, what do I desire to do? What do I desire to have? Knowing that you are an unlimited creative being, you live in an unconditional universe that loves and adores you unconditionally mm. and desires to help you to bring the desires of your heart into physical reality. But it's mm. your job to tune within and get down with your own soul and ask your own being, even having that piece of paper handy, and just say, soul, what do you desire to create, be, do and have an experience? Mm. And listen to that. You know, you don't need to have all these shoulds and uh, it's like what is in me. That's the most important thing because the longest relationship you're ever going to be in is with yourself. You have everything you need within you. You have your own connection mm. to God's source creation that knows the best path for you to take, knows your purpose, knows where you're going to go. Um, it's like I said to a man recently, you know, I don't know your fucking purpose. That's your job to go within mm. and ask your own inner being to really uncover. I mean, I knew she was a healer. I could see that, mm. but it's mm. like what your own unique relationship to your higher self and creation that's giving you guidance on the things that you're here to create, you know, you're here to share. Um, no one else can ultimately tell you what your purpose is. That's mm. for you to go within and get real with yourself. Yeah, that and makes you know, sense. I think coming back to we're talking about indoctrination from school, mm. that's the thing, isn't it? We go to school and what do kids do? You just sit there all day being talked at. Mm. Yep. And we don't actually get asked that question. Yeah. We don't ask Okay, kids, now I want you to just go into your inner selves and ask yourselves the question and trust yourself. Learn to be intimate with yourself yeah. and trust what comes up because everyone's always seeking approval yeah. and they want to be told the right And if it doesn't work out, they can blame them. Yeah. They don't have to take accountability. And if you don't fit into our little box, then you're out of the system. Like I always talk mm. about my brother's journey and he never – he failed year eight, um, was basically told by schools and careers and the institution that he was stupid and dumb, he'd never make much of himself. And um, is that still? Yeah, I'm just oh, yeah. Well, up in the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, because and he wasn't, could not fit into that system. And now he's like a, a very well-off entrepreneur, millionaire, does big import-export trades, and he is just on fire. Like he's so passionate and he loves what he does, but he never fitted into the mould. But yet he had, and this is something as well, we, we take on this almost like mental abuse from the governments, the institutions, the schooling systems that tell you that you have to be like this, you have to tick all these boxes, you must conform into, if you're not a peg that fits into our square, whole and something mm. must be wrong with you so we're going to label you as crazy or weird or you've got this wrong with you you know and it's it's um, I was actually talking to a mother in the outback and she had three kids and she was traveling Australia with her husband and she actually said she pulled all three of her children out of school last year mm. and they've gone traveling around Australia she says from now on I'll be doing homeschooling for them all the way until they leave mm. high school and she said because we found out that 
they've just done reports recently on the Australian education system and they found that by the time a child leaves the Australian education system, their sense of creativity, intuition, innovation is completely, they're literally just robotic, you know. I've, heard, like, I've known so many people who come here to this space, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. I've been really worried about it because to see that go from my own son and he's very empathic and intuitive mm. so i'm looking at steiner mm. as an alternative because yeah. i just can't be a stay-at-home <laughs> mom <laughs> amen. Can't, do it. can't do it amen amen you see my eyes i was like Ugh. i know after two months in the outback with my child as soon as i saw my family I'm like take my child has it been two months Almost, yeah, coming up to wow. your hands, yeah. It was really oh, And can yeah. I just commend you on that? Because, you know, I do not have the skills. I'm I, I, Just thinking about it, you know, can send me over the edge because I'm like, what if I break down from here to Sydney and I haven't got enough water in the car and it's on a hot day, you know? So, you know, the fact you've done that, I was like, you, and I've been telling everybody, I'm just like, yeah, my chief of business coach, she's been doing this. I was like, she's amazing. She's out there. She's she's like, I'll take on the world. You know? Don't worry, I've had some days where I'm like, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> but and that's the thing, isn't it? Because we, we do fight around fear. And it's mm. you can look at someone, you can look oh, I was gonna say Dorian Virtue, not a good example. <laughs> you can look <laughs> you can look at anyone, maybe that's on stage or running workshops and, and go, Oh, you know, they've got it all figured out and how do you know, people mm. doing channelings and you know, they've been doing it for years. I was thinking of Esther Hicks and, you know, um, yeah, it's very easy to go, well, they've got their celebrity, they've done that. And it's like we're constantly being challenged. We constantly have our own fears. Yeah. And I've had, I've been stuck over this app, you know, and it's like, and it's like you said, because I, I went on to a group chat and they were like, you know, what's your idea? And I was like, I'm so effing, like, pumped for the idea because I don't see anyone else doing this. And it's a tantric app, and it's like, yeah, yes. like if I wait too long, yeah, someone else will jump on it, and it will happen. I'll be going, that, that, no, <laughs> and I'll be kicking myself because happened before. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah that 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 fear. I was going to talk about um, yeah, letting go of all those fears. It is a it is a process, and I can't wait to read your book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because we we do need guidance because it can be overwhelming, and I I'll just mention about health and well being market being saturated in the sense that I know I've picked up a magazine last year and it's like just trying to sell you card oracle cards and crystals and candles and paraphernalia and it's as simple as a laptop or a pen and paper. Yeah. It's like you don't need anything. It's just yeah. you and pen and paper. Yeah. And I've actually got like bits of colored card all around my house. I've got them in like little sections I've <laughs> categorized and like that's to do with that and that's and all my ideas are there. So it's like when you, you can pick them out of the hat. I think I read Richard Branson does this. He has a little pocket, little t tiny book, and he writes all his little ideas down. Yeah. So whenever he has made a successful business, he'll refer to that. I okay, let's it. run with that idea. Yeah. And there's, it, it's, it is, it's like not so much of what you do. You don't need to go out and buy all these journals and have, you know, spend mm. all this money. It's moving out of the way. I think I said this to a few people. The longer I'm on this spiritual path, the more it seems to be, or that spirituality or being spiritual just means getting out, getting, letting the ego dissolve, no matter how you let that happen or what works for you, and just moving out of your own way so that you can be a clear pathway for spirit, God, to work through you. Yeah. It's actually that simple. A vessel. Yeah. And I yeah. think you know when you're really 
aligned with your higher self, God, source, whatever label we want to put on it, you feel a very deep peace and a very deep mm. calm and a deep sense of knowing that everything's okay because ultimately it is. And um, it's usually when we're carrying a lot of traumas or those fears or those pains, whatever that's, you know, coming through, it's like we've got to look at that, heal and release that because when we just let that stuff go, then who we are, which is love consciousness, naturally takes up space. You know, there's none, none of this trying to be spiritual, trying mm. to find my purpose or try, try, try. That's coming mm. from the logical ego. It's about, you know, you're embodying. It's like the essence of who you really are underneath all that fear, all that junk. And I think the other thing too that's coming through is like ego in itself, its job there, coming up to half no. Um, <laughs> just quickly on that, I mean, ego, when it starts bashing up ego, is just more ego. And mm. ego in of itself, its job, is designed ultimately to support your high vibrational spiritual being in this very dense environment. Its job is actually to remind you when to sleep, procreate, shit, eat, all the physical <laughs> things. Run away from talking to people. Yeah, it's like <laughs> reaction, reaction, reaction. And the ego primarily is constantly out here, you yeah. know, because it's a material world. And when we let that run our life and our show, that's when we end up in trouble because you, the master, have gone to sleep, you're caught up in stories and the reactions about here. And so that's like, you know, Amanda was just saying, bit by bit, just, you know, with meditation or just, you know, relaxing, coming home into your body, making a commitment each day to do things to support your connection to your inner being, um, then that's you're going to start coming out of the ego and start living in the present moment. I think that's what a lot of people don't realise. With awakening, mm. it's about coming home to the now. That, mm. And it's as simple as that. But then the ego wants to create this big fucking oh, five, ten day plan. Five, five, let's have a fucking journal and have a ten-day plan on how to be awake. And it's just like you just have to be just present, focus on your breathing, sensations in your hands, and just mm. observe. Just be here now. Like be... Be in your body, like just mm. observe. Like when you connect to your breathing, you're connecting to God because the breath of life is the divine that flows in and out of you each moment, every mm. day. So if you just tune into God, God will tell you the state of your consciousness because when you've got really toxic, limiting ego thoughts going on, your breathing will be very shallow and rapid. And when you're connected to the love consciousness of who you are, you'll feel very calm. Your breathing will be very deep. And it's just as simple as that. So if you want to get away, just observe your breathing. <laughs> it's just like done. Done, yeah. I love that. Because we, we do, we overcomplicate everything. Yeah. It's like... And, <laughs> and, um, and it does take practice. I remember in our coaching sessions, and you're like, what message wants to come through? I still use that. I still have you in my head and go, wait, what message wants to come through me? Mm. This isn't about me trying to think of something. What message wants to come through? And I love it when it does because you go, oh, it could be something I watch on Netflix. It could be something I see in the street. And it's like, oh, and I'll have a phrase. And it's like, I've got to use that. Yeah. Um, and my latest one, it was in, in Tantra. It was like, I was just getting so uh, frustrated with everyone's interpretation of Tantra and sex. Mm -hmm. So I just clearly went, there's sex and then there's Tantra. Mm -hmm. Please don't get them confused. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, Tantra is love. <laughs> and sex is not. Like, is it, like they can be. That's the whole point. They yeah. can be. They should be. They, you know, yeah. what we should have, would have, could have, judgment. Uh, Absolutely. But it was just like, simplify everything. But, yeah, that yeah, takes practice. And it it's like anything. It's like swimming. I say like any skill, swimming, crunches, running, whatever skill it is, art, You it gets easier and easier and easier. So then it becomes nature. Yeah. So when you've been doing it for a long time, you go, oh, that's just easy. You just... You just go into your room space and go, well, what wants to come through? Poof, it comes through. Yeah. <laughs> and then to someone else, he's like, what? How do you do that? <laughs> I know. I know. And when it's taking practice, like, you know, I was being very egoic. And I think one of the little stories that once, I think I remember telling you this story about the mm. Buddhist monk up in, um, 
it's out in the mountains somewhere. Tell me, you a Buddhist monk? Oh no, 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 no. He was a Buddhist. Um, a, he's a beautiful Thai monk, and mm. he's like in his sixties or seventies or something. But he's just so peaceful and so funny. Like he's the funniest teacher. I love going to his workshops because he cracks you. Like he came one day with a tinfoil hat and talking about <laughs> mobile phones. He has a little cat that he takes everywhere with him. And um, he actually, at the end of a talk one day, he pulled out a nonstick frying pan and he said, "Every no, no, sorry, wrong way." He was like standing there. And he goes, "Everybody, tell me what is enlightenment." And people kind of just have their like, <laughs> you know, like their little, oh yeah, it's this and this. He goes, no, 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 no. And he pulls out a non-stick frying pan. He goes, enlightenment is a non-stick frying pan. <laughs> Shit come into your pan. It doesn't stick. It just go. <laughs> and I was just cracking up laughing. And I was like, it is that yeah. simple. So when you are just present in your body, you're aware of your breathing, you're observing the thoughts, you're observing because you are that vast consciousness, that stillness, that peace, that all-loving awareness that just observes the, cloud, the thoughts like clouds passing through your sky. Mm. That's who you really are. You are that observer, the witness behind all that is. Mm. But when you become identified as the, the thoughts and the stories mm. and the, my body, my job, then we lose that connection to our inner being, to our true source within us, and we become disconnected, mm. and that's when we get out here. And, and get off purpose. Another little exercise I gave someone yesterday, actually, um, <clears throat> is that when you when it's a meditation, but when you have that negative thought, so it could be, oh, that day, that idea is rubbish. You know, just don't, don't even bother telling anyone about that. <laughs> um, catch it. Yes. So catch it, throw it out the window, and replace it with a positive one, even if you don't believe it. You hold fake it till you make it. So it's like my idea is fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I quite believe that, but yeah, okay. So it happens again, and you just keep doing it. It's just like a baseball game, you know? It's like you catch it, chuck it out. It's like don't attach to it. Stop attaching, mm. okay? Just let it go, and then it won't stick like the non-stick frying pan. Mm. I love that. I it's love just that. Like observe, observe, observe. Yeah, enlightenment, <laughs> and actually that should be a title of a book. Maybe I'll write that. Enlightenment is a non-stick frying pan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Because I think it's, it's, it's so... Really, at the end of the day, your purpose, your life, everything is actually very simple. Mm. And I remember years ago when mm. I was a landscape architect, one of our head designers actually said, simplicity, when you look at a design that is just so beautiful and so simple, it's actually the hardest thing to do. Like when you see something designed, you think, wow, why didn't I think of that? Well, that's just so beautifully simple. But it, simplicity can, yeah, be the hardest thing that we can do um, because we complicate all these stories. We're like, like the Buddhist monk said, we put all this shit in our frying pan. Mm -hmm. um, we create all these rituals. Like I think at one point he started getting big, colourful Easter eggs. And he's like, and then you were making enlightenment some ritual. <laughs> and he started putting all these like streamers and candy bars in his frying pan. Mm -hmm. And then we have to do all these certain things and then maybe we get enlightened. But it's just like mm -hmm. clear it out of the way. It's just observing what is. And to come mm -hmm. away to contra contradict <clears throat> every every sort of religious belief out there mm. you have your own unique message that's yes. the beauty of life and you have your own unique way of getting there yes so there is no and I, I do i like to refer to the middle path quite a lot in buddhism you know it's like just it's about finding your own center yeah you know it's like don't go down the rabbit hole too far that way or too far that way don't get off balance there or you know the yin and the yang it's mm. that balance and centeredness and yeah it's like what do you want we're not, yeah, we're not again. If that, imagine if that was taught in school, it's like every one of y'all is like it's a unique, beautiful gift of God. Mm -hmm. So, what's your unique message? Imagine if we worked on that when we yeah. started at five years old, how powerful we would be yeah. by the time we're in our 20s. Yeah. So, there wouldn't be, I mean, and look at it accountants are getting redundant because of software packages. Mm -hmm. I was told that years ago, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, all these jobs that we think of for life, da da da. da 
they are getting outskilled and we are becoming more creative because there's a yearning for it. There's a, a desire yearning. for a different way. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. that's why certain people don't understand that. It's like when certain industries dissolve and certain jobs dissolve, it's not a bad thing. It's that usually on an individual and then a collective consciousness, there's been a desire for something new to come through. And I think that's what I love about the book, You Got Me Conversations with God. It's honestly the best book I've ever re read. And so thank you. God's been trying to tell me to Hey, that, that came through. So I can't take credit for that. It was like, girl, this is, this is what you don't get your flowers. She doesn't want fucking flowers going to fucking die. Buy her this fucking book. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I'll just do what you say. God's literally been telling me for 10 years, read this book. And I've just been like, yeah, one day, one day. And when I got it from you, I was like, I'd have to read it. I was like, I will action this then yeah. if you cannot, Miss Elle. So, yeah, I highly recommend Conversations with God because he, it really puts purpose and everything into. And it was actually interesting. One of the chapters, God actually said, your soul actually doesn't really care what you ultimately do or create because your soul is just it like it is happy it's fulfilled mm. it's it's just love it's and you just simply being here in this physical body is enough mm. you know and this is the thing like even the conversation God, we talked about like the biggest problem is people don't believe they're enough and they mm. don't have enough mm. and that's the most toxic mm belief system you know we and a lot of times we don't do our purpose work because we feel like we're not good enough who am i to do this i'm not safe enough and so again like what amanda was just saying they just chuck that shit out the window mm. and just keep moving okay i'm going to trust my desires i'm going to trust myself i'm going to back myself and i'm going to believe in myself and i'm just going to fucking do it anyway and i think that's where the process can be or feel complicated mm. if you're like me i like to have a big blank canvas big blank book and i can start writing mm. but it's as almost like we've been given a book with all these jumbled up letters mm. that we have to unlearn to then write a new book yeah. so it just feels like ah it's all just too hard <laughs> <laughs> but you have to deprogram yourself from everything yeah. yeah but it can be a nice gentle process in the sense of it's, it's like the more you take a step of trust and faith then it does just sort of unlearn and unravel and then you have so many of these kind of spiritual experiences that you just you, it's hard to explain then because it's just like it just is and then other people then you then you then you can compare yourself to other people and go oh they're where i used to be yeah. and look how far i've come and to celebrate all of that and one burning thing i had to mention um throughout this whole year especially with covid i think it's very very relatable with a tumultuous year, it's the end of the year, we're wrapping things up, we're reflecting and kind of going, woof, what was all that COVID shit about and pandemic, is that going to happen again? <laughs> um, is I've, It feels like I've gone from my lowest of lows to reclaiming who I am at the same time as up-leveling at a really fast rate. And a huge thank you for holding space and facilitating that because I've literally gone from I was too scared to invest any money in coaching with you Al mm -hmm. of like this is the last bit of money I have mm -hmm. because my business is being shut down yeah. and being you know being in that fear lack scarcity of like how is this going to happen how 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 mm high -hmm. and within this year my car finance payments have doubled and I've paid them easily got a new car that's really reliable and sexy and amazing. We really love that car now. We really love that car. There's no better car for us right now. I'm like, this is this is always supposed to be our car. This is the one. And I get in a bit like, this is it. our car with leather seats that are heated and we are feeling really fucking safe. I love it. Um, and and, and it's powerful. Um, I'm to the point where, yeah, I've manifested in, like you say, it's not just about money. I've had a brand new bike with a child seat on the back that I've been having my thousand dollars bought for me 
I've had a new laptop, I've had a new phone. I don't know if you see the cover, I've got a nice new sexy cover. That. Yeah. Um, it's coming all different ways. Is that the one that? No yeah, that's what I bought from oh, you. Because I smashed it and I was like, I've got to stop dropping this phone, man. <laughs> it's a nice cover. So, yeah, and it's like, that would be $150. And I'm like, cool, no worries. Mm. Like, my whole attitude, I even have been paying a red light fine, $480, right before Christmas. And I've gone, do you know what? That's okay. Yeah. Because I haven't had one of those for 10 years. So let's just look at it a different way. If I just treat like a car tax or a road tax or mm. like changing my whole energy rather than like, oh, fucking hell, I'm going to fuck this. And I'm not going to fucking pay. I shouldn't have to fucking pay. You know, like it's not fair. I was like, do you know what? I've, I've seen the photos. I looked on the website. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I literally went through the skin of my teeth going, Ee! I'm going to get caught. And it's like, you know what? It's made me a better driver. Blah, blah, blah. But it, it's the whole attitude of, that's okay I'm supported yeah how do you respond to it's it? an energy yeah. and it's and I, I keep waking up and I'm there's more money in my account I'm like how's this happening yeah I wanted two grand I said to you the other day didn't I, I was like then there's three and I was playing this I'm like okay let's do four okay I want five motherfucker let's do five Yay. come on and I had four and a half I was like ah! <laughs> like where has this come from and I know logically it's like well you had x number of clients and you worked x number of hours and it's like but it's it's not like that it's yeah you ask the how after it's manifested. So yeah. a lot of one of my favorite teachers, um, we'll just quickly before we obviously wrap up. Um, but if you ever really want to learn the mastery of really beautiful, sexy money making, um, there's a beautiful wealth coach, Genevieve Rackham. I always recommend her work because she's a very much a pioneer about creating wealth from a place of pleasure and playfulness mm. and sexiness. It's all about you embodying that energy. And um, yeah, and it's just like money gets to be fun, it gets to be playful, and it's like cleaning up your limiting beliefs about that. And I think it's coming back to like money and your purpose, it's like, what are your beliefs holding back? And she, I remember her one day said, you don't ask the how before it's manifested, you always ask the how after it's manifested, because mm. then you'll just see, but you're kind of led and pulled, like, I've been recently given guidance to close down an old business that's been with me for several years, Ellen Serena, and then it created space now for like two, three new businesses to come through and at the same time it's like oh like what is this but you're just trusting and following and implementing taking action mm -hmm. and then day by day bit by bit it starts making more sense it starts opening up so even if things don't make sense to you right now they don't feel clear mm -hmm. you kind of feel like you're in this murkiness um just keep taking little actions day by day just what is in me that wants to come out of me what do i want to create today what am i being called to kind of share or do or whatever mm -hmm. and just moving on that and then suddenly it just starts opening up opening up opening up being more clear more clear more clear and mm -hmm. even people at the high performing levels of soulpreneurship entrepreneurship mm -hmm. they still go through their levels of new levels new devils different levels of fear different levels of not being really sure what they're doing, what they're creating. Mm. But the difference is, is that you don't buy into those fears anymore. Mm. You know, like I still have fears when I go to create or launch something, but rather than identifying with it, I go, okay, I call this Scarlet. Take the back seat, sweetheart. We're fucking doing this. <laughs> <laughs> if they burn me at the stake, they burn me at the stake. Negative I'll just day. keep fucking coming back. <laughs> and this is it. We are living in such, and I, I use the word exciting a lot because mm. it does excite me. We're living in this age where we can do all these things. It's like, yeah. you know, six months ago, someone said, or 12, okay, let's just go back to accounting at the desk. So you're going to move to Australia. Yeah, right, I'm going to move to Australia. <laughs> I've looked at that before, didn't work. <laughs> Next. 
And it's like, right, so you're going to become a personal trainer and you're going to like get really super fit and, and you're going to inspire other people to do an Iron Woman. And actually, your best friend is still in the channel. What the fuck? I'm not an inspiration. I'm not that fit. You know, it's like, mm. and then it's like, yeah, and you're also going to be massage. No, I'm never going to massage people. I have no interest in putting my hands on anyone else's bodies, let alone with oil or keep my, my fingernails short. That's not me. I don't want to massage people. Are you crazy? No way. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and by the way, then you're going to learn Tantra. And then, just when you think that life is cruising and easy, mm-hmm. you're going to invest some more money and create an app. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, hang on. I've built websites. That's, that, that, that's okay. Everyone's doing that now. But an app? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And it is. It's like, yeah, fucking app. Because mm-hmm. I know what? My ego was my best friend that day because I was like, imagine going, oh, so we've been up to murder, you know, got drunk over Christmas. No, actually, I've got a fucking app. <laughs> Check it out. You can download it, one touch pay, boom, and a passive income, bam, 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 bam. And I was like, she's got a fucking app? She's got what? How did she, did she got people doing coding and pro, did she learn coding? How is she doing this? And it is, it's, it's like, you, you just can't, you, you, it's one step at a time, it's one day at a time. And we still have these days of going, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? Do I not want an easy life? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Do I want to keep challenging myself? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I love it. I love, I love it. And we can celebrate and release all this creative flow. And I'm loving the millennials and they're just, they're seeing this and going, oh, I just, I wish I was born in their age, you know, or my son's age. And I'm so excited to see what my son's going to achieve. Yeah. You're like, you're three and you're watching this. And it's like, yeah, check out mummy. Who's earning the money? You know, got the. <laughs> is you know not afraid of judgment or ridicule or labels or what other people say in the playground all that kind of stuff dealt with all the self-limiting beliefs that I've had to, to pass on through our generation from our parents as well as our own you know we've had to clear out a lot <laughs> and rather than having to kind of shift through our past life trauma is we can actually just let go of that and go okay it's always going to have residual stuff coming up that's fine mm-hmm. but actually it's a good time to just go just yeah. get on that that border slide and just enjoy yeah like, the floor. <laughs> I get so excited I get so energized I'm like an energized bunny when we start talking it's like yes, 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 yes. it's that it's that little I tell everyone that little business orgasm because yeah. and again just before we do close we've got to run to lunch mm-hmm. is I remember you it was it, I remember the feeling right I'm a very feeling based person and I came to you and I wanted to know how to make my website awesome like technical skills, practical skills, and I could come out the other side. And instead you're like poking a stick into my soul. And I was like, no, go, no. And you're like, I'm going to trigger you. And I was like, I can handle that. I'm humble. I can do this. Sometimes I did cry. Sometimes I resisted. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to use that word. You're like, why, 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 why? Let's clean it up. Let's dig deep. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to that dark place. <laughs> you, you did so hard these moments of like who are you and I was like I'm a tantric witch and it's taken a lot of courage to get to that space and you're like no who are you and I'm like I'm a tantric witch and he was like no who are you and I was like oh my god I don't know anymore I thought I knew I thought I knew and then it was it was like this elated feeling it was like once that broke down it was like yeah that doesn't feel right it feels just feels too dense and vibrant I say witchy and I'm like well I'm all witchy because it's like it's not right it's not right what is it it was like 
the love queen. It was like bursting out. It was like, it's just love. Yeah. And that's what you're saying about like more, like the more the ego can dissolve, the more we can literally be pure love consciousness. Just let through what's through. So I think sometimes, yeah, we do get caught up with labels or, you know, um, titles. Titles. And I know I did that for years. Like I'd literally go around in a circle headbutt of like, what do I call myself? <laughs> and then it was actually, after, funny enough, after ayahuasca, I literally got stripped of like calling myself any label. And then the name that came through was just like Ellen Divine. And I realized, mm. and the message came through, everyone's surname is Divine. We're all from God, we're all from source. And my ego is like, you can't put divine <laughs> after your name, Ellen. That's just so egoic. And I was like, well, for me, it's like co-creating with God, co-creating with the universe. So it's like we're saying what you were saying before, you become the vessel and you just let what's in you, what wants to come mm. through you, out of you. And some of the shit that comes through me is some crazy shit, and I'm like, okay, mm. God, you want to go there? And that's actually mm. one book I want to write is God is a Crazy Motherfucker. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's going to have a lot of religious zealots that are probably going to attack me. So I'm like, luckily I'm using yeah. a sub name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, we're here to create. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you're a creator. You're here to mm. create. You're here to have fun. You're here to play. You're here to share what's within you with the world. You're about allowing what wants to emerge out of you into the world. It's not mm. about trying to get something outside of you in. It's like what wants to come out of you. And just very quickly um, to summarise on that, it takes a lot of faith and courage to follow your purpose because if you are mm. listening to this, you are like what I call a visionary, you're a change maker, you're mm. a light worker, you're an earth angel. You are here to birth a new earth and new consciousness and your path is not necessarily going to be easy because you are going to be faced with old programs, people mm. not getting what you do. I had a client recently, she's an amazing light worker, very powerful, very gifted and talented. And when she started opening up and sharing her work and the family found out, you know, mm. I think it was her mother-in-law said, you know, you can't do that because you don't, you can't talk about um, wealth creation because like, you don't have a fucking degree in accountancy or financial counselling. Like, oh, what are you doing? That's and, old Jessica. Yeah, so you are going to get that. And the thing is it's up to you to stick the course no matter what. And then it's when you start having, and I've seen this in my own experience and people I've worked with, it's when you start getting people, when you start making a living with your gifts, when you start getting a mm -hmm. big following, suddenly those sort of boo-hoos. Yeah. <laughs> I Half the reason is I have to shove it in people's faces and go, there you go, Dad, yeah. Mum, got a fucking app. That was shady fuck. This is what I do. Yeah, it's like, oh, she actually isn't fluffy. Mm, yeah, you know, exactly, but yeah. exactly. So and I think hard. it's not. <laughs> but it is, you're going to get your haters, you're going to get people that don't get what the fuck you do. My family still don't know what I do. My mum mm. has actually stopped telling people when they ask her, oh, what does your daughter do for a living? She's like, I just don't know. So don't expect people that you're not here to kind of stick to the mainstream. You're not mm. here to do what's been done before. And so I credit you for taking that step to really honour and respect what's coming out of you, wants to come through for you because it, it's it's not it's going to be new stuff. It's breaking mm. into a new consciousness, a new embodiment, and a lot of this world is not going to get what the fuck you do. But I promise you that when you follow what's in you, you share what's in you, you let what's in you out, what's in you will liberate you, will support you, it will guide you, it will show you the way, and you are financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually supported. Allow yourself to be. So that's my end note on, on that. And, and you're not alone. I think that's the whole reason why I wanted to start this podcast is mm. that we're not alone. We can feel so lonely because we are the minority, mm. not the majority, and we're going against the mainstream. Mm -hmm. But there's so many more of us, and that's why I keep saying it's an exciting time yeah. because it can be the very anxious, nervous time. Mm -hmm. We can turn that into excitement and be like, oh, where's this going to go? This is really interesting. 
And you think about, you know, let's just take a, another wider approach on this, yeah. that we we do we are beings of many many lifetimes and there's a whole shit ton of us let's look at that at the moment on the planet and um, we're here to evolve and learn and grow our consciousness and it's a very tiny blip of time you know and i love being around young people because they kind of go you know in their 20s and they're like well you know i've got so much time ahead of me i'm gonna do this and this and this and this and this and you're like i love that and there's a big part of me that wants to go back to that because we're in our 40s going I don't want to be in my deathbed, and I'm like, should have done a fucking app. Should have at least tried and done a shit app. At least I'd have said I've done a shit app. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking did it. Yeah, exactly. And sense Celebrate. of achievement. Celebrate. Yeah. And I think that's one thing as well, part of your purpose, is, is living in joy and celebrating the small mm. wins. Like, I think I just started a brand new podcast only four weeks ago and I got a notification that um, some people had started sharing it and, re- and I just celebrated that, you know. So even if, mm. like, you get your first your first sale, celebrate. Like, celebration is the most underutilised, underused thing because when you're celebrating and raising a vibration and when you're feeling joyful and happy you're living in alignment with purpose mm. so really like ultimate purpose is to live, create and to live a life of joy <laughs> and that, that worked with my manifestation you you told me you were like celebrate any of it like write it down mm. draw it look at everything you've brought into your life yeah the past 12 months and it's it's been amazing and the more i've added to that list it's still december it's like even the relationships the people i've drawn into my life to the point, so when I said earlier about my, my lowest low and my highest high, you know, spending the last dollar in my bank account thinking, oh, my God, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to pay the rent? To I've been at a four-star hotel. I decided to just splash, my, splash out and treat myself. I finally got my new bra that I wanted all year. <laughs> I got three pairs of new um, earrings because I wanted to treat myself. I got expensive champagne that I chose. Mm. You know, I took my son away. It was very, very um, liberating. Mm. And just to be able to, yeah, new jeans, anything. I was just like, just up leveled everything. Yeah. It was like, because I'm worth it. And then that, that the, the power of loving myself, mm. finally, after all these years of giving it away, was an incredible experience of just going I paid for this by myself yeah I made this happen and created all of this yeah and that's okay and it's not about being selfish either there's so many people that I've said to, to a few times I'm like it's okay to be selfish yeah like it's actually really important yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, you got to put yourself first because no one else is yeah. and it's not anyone else's job to put yourself first yeah. so you put yourself first so you can be the best for everybody else mm-hmm. um but yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Ellen. No, I think you. we deserve a lunch break after that. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Yeah, and I just, I just hope. Well, it's been so good doing this lesson live. I'm glad you're back from your travels. <laughs> I'm still kind of traveling. Soul's kind of calling me to Tassie next, but no, yeah, so I'm still on this kind of. Yeah, no. I don't know. So, but yeah, I did hit an emu with my car, so I have to come back in March. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know what's really funny? Emu represents the divine. <laughs> I was gonna say, what does that symbolize? I was like, thank yeah. you, Emu, for showing me. Uh, it was yeah, something I don't want to repeat ever again. <laughs> so if you're ever driving in the outback, if you see one Emu, stop your friggin' car because behind that one Emu is a whole herd. So that's oh, that's really? the, that's the rules of the outback is that if you see one Emu, you can guarantee there's a whole tribe oh. crossing the road behind him. So I didn't know that, and I learned the hard way. So yeah. 
So if you're in the outback, just when you see one emu, just slow right down because I can promise you there'll be more coming. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just a random end to the podcast. Emus. <laughs> Emus and kangaroos. Emus and Spiders, kangaroos. snakes, anything that'll kill you, bite you. I know, I love it here. Yeah, it's <laughs> And I'll tell you why, I moved it for expansion yeah. and because I needed to evolve. Because I did, I go back to, I just want to share that moment again of like being 32, I changed career a few times, being back at a desk thinking, and I was having panic attacks mm. at least once a day yeah. from, you know, just feeling suffocated, you know, I smoked, not smoked. Pressure. Yeah, just just the mental pressure. Like, I've got to get everything done, and I've got to turn it back up a bit up here and do the same fucking thing again. <laughs> and looking at the computer, going, I'm not. I haven't been born and been put on this planet Earth for this purpose. I just this is just not. It. And if I don't get out of this situation soon enough, I will end up pregnant, and I'll end up getting a mortgage with a white picket fence, and I'll be stuck. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying that. I knew there was more for me yeah. before and before I wanted to go down that road. Yeah. And I just had to take a leap of faith. Everyone was going, how are you going to make it work? How are you going to make it work? I was going, I don't know. I'm just going to go. Yeah. And it wasn't even a university degree. I told everyone I was going to uni. And it was actually TAFE. <laughs> and I was like, so I bought a six-month visa for TAFE. And then when I know TAFE, that's a government-funded um, yeah, little college. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like anyone could do it. And um, yes, yeah, so I did. You know, I just bought time. I bought myself six months, and then bought another six months, and then I bought a year. And I was like, I just knew a loophole was going to come up. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching things like I just. And even I remember, even my college mates were like, "How are you going to stay there?" And I was like, "Baby, I'm going to make this happen." Like, do you not know me? Do you not know me? Now? Oh, I've got to show you this. I've got to show you this. Got to show you this. This is this is why we're hanging on. Okay. So coming back to manifestation. And the power that you have to manifest, and you are manifesting into your life, even if you're conscious of it or not, is I had a client yesterday, and I was talking about the fact that I'm pushing for citizenship so I can get onto the, the ladder to get a mortgage and then bring my mum over. So they're big goals I'm talking about. And um, she was like, oh, no, 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 there are no houses around here because I've been looking. And I was like, well, it's not as expensive as Sydney, right? And she's like, yeah, well, I've sold my house. I've got my bank. You know, I've got, you know, I've got this job and I, there are no houses under $700. Like, you just cannot even get a unit around here. Trust me, because I've looked. <laughs> and I literally, I know, I know what you're thinking. And I literally, I was like dumbfounded because, and I, and I was on the toilet this morning going, I know what I should have said. And I was like, do you not know me? <laughs> have you not met who I really am? I was like. Because I remember trying to defend it, saying, I've done this before. I've manifested a three-bedroom house at a time of, oh, yeah, but that was different. No, it was during the pandemic when, ever, no, no, because no, we're single mums and we are not up against people with two incomes. Mm-hmm. But I've done it. I have already proven that you can do that. Yeah. And it, it just, it, it got me this morning because I was like, wow. Like, I just want to, like, grab all of the negativity into a little ball and whack it out the window like with a baseball bat so it goes really 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 far away and just be like if you can't have done it oh well then it can't have been done it's like watch me go motherfucker (laughs) because by the time all these things have come into play the market is predicted to have crashed 
I'm going to find the exact home that is exactly perfect for me at the right time because that's the way it always, always happens. And don't ever, this, this is one little takeaway, if you've lasted this long, maybe, maybe take this on board with all the L suggestions, is sometimes don't tell people because that's the opening for criticism. Or like, well, how are you going to do that? Or that costs money. Or I've already tried. Mm -hmm. Just when it's something, I mean, I've been telling everyone about this app because I'm at that energy that I'm just like, you can say anything. And I'm just like, no, nah, it doesn't. Because like, hold it. Frying yeah. pan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nancy frying pan. But yeah, you're always opening up to people to kind of poke you with that stick again. And, and it's like, no, you don't need to do that. You can keep it as your little baby. Yeah. Keep it as your little surprise. You're like, I'm doing this regardless. Yeah. And so then when it becomes successful, then everyone can celebrate. Yeah. And, and it's um, like, you just, I think they call it just don't let the cows come and munch your grass. Like you've got to say. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so your little seed. It depends what kind of cows they are, L. It's another podcast. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. I think, too. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, you've got to sometimes put a fence around your creative work and just focus mm. on your work. Stay in your own lane. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing or comparing yourself to other. Everyone's got their own kind of thing. You focus on your lane. Put a nice protective little fence around that because so, when those seedlings are being planted, they mm. need to be protected from the cows, which mm. are your family members, your schooling system, your government institutions that want to come in and just like, okay, so don't <laughs> let the cows into your little patch, okay? She's <laughs> getting very sexual right now. I think it's time that we're going to close. Something's happening. Cows? <laughs> Munching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> any um, any questions? What's your best contact, Earl? Um, How so the I'm, hell do we get hold of you? Yeah, I know, right? I know. It's like I've pulled up, had people reach out. Elaine, where the fuck are you? Like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, so my new site is divinepurpose.love. Um, that one there and it's very simple it's basically yeah so you can sign up there and there's a free masterclass training that's just been released through <laughs> so funny life posts i think this is god like confirming <laughs> you're on the right path ellen you're doing the right thing that's why um, that's when i opened i was like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that um so yeah there's actually a free training on there at the moment called the three keys to unlock and live your soul's prosperous purpose um yeah so that's um basically at the moment it's literally like my website and email list of how yeah and youtube so that's a podcast oh and if you just come on we're just finishing i'm so sorry i will get the playback published as soon as you can it's a very very good show so make sure you tune in any questions you've got about life purpose, you heard how to get hold of Helen. What about you, darling? Helen, I'm you? like, Helen, who's Helen? Helen. <laughs> hey, Helen. <laughs> what, what's your best contact, um, I don't have one. I'm in a cave, no. Um, so, yeah, so we've got the website, um, sacredlovequeen.com, or um, just tantra with Amanda at Gmail. And I did do a shout-out on the last podcast to thank Ellen for that because that came through. It was like... <laughs> Tantra with Amanda, Tantra with Amanda. I was like, no, no, no. And you're like, that look, I'm just getting spirit saying Tantra with Amanda. That is that's gonna be something for you. So that has stuck. Tantra with Amanda at gmail.com. So please feel long free as you email. like it, as long as it feels good in the I do. I wanna I wanna make it to the show. It's like Tantra with Amanda. Woo! Okay. What's about cows and munchies? No. 
that's just Elle being, you know, on her own too long. I was just talking about Elle. I think the sex tantric queen was bringing something else to it. I think maybe we're being joined by some sexual spirits here. Something's happening in the room. <laughs> All right, well, we've got Better close. Well, one hour and ten minutes, shit. Okay, lots of love. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.